0: To the Great British Motocross Podcast from MX Vice with myself, Ben Rumble. Uh, we have got a uh, absent uh, Bradley Weed on our trade this week because uh, he's still adjusting to life with twins and. A two-year-old that he already had so yeah great congratulations to bradley you know he had a boy and a girl um so yeah that's absolutely brilliant and uh yeah we wish him uh, all the best with that and he will join us in a couple of weeks i'm told so uh kind of on paternity leave is our friend bradley th- at the moment so thanks for joining us anyway regular listeners and any new listeners please spread the word make sure you're getting people to tune in to the great british motocross podcast where we talk all things british motocross uh with uh, a guest uh, as we go and Uh, So, yeah, just to uh, thank our sponsors, of course, this is brought to you by AS3 Performance. The home of aftermarket motocross and enduro parts, from hard wearing protection parts, including skid plates and radiator braces, to performance cooling products, including silicon radiator hoses and oversized impeller kits. AS3 also have a huge range of brake clutch and gear levers, all with different features and adjustability. Check them out online at www.as3performance.co.uk. We're also supported by Kawasaki Motors UK, who are pleased to announce the arrival of the new KLX 140R range. The easy to ride KLX 140R lineup offers a 145. 4cc 4-stroke engine, plush suspension, and push-button electric start, making for great trailblazers. The KLX140R range machines come in three different sizes. From juniors' first tentative steps to pushing the door wide open on adult riding. The yeah, highly regarded KLS 140R Rangers, ready and willing to add fun and enjoyment in 2023. Contact your local off road dealership for more information. Uh, also, massive thanks to Golf Race Fuels, Across sports cars, single seaters, motorcycle racing, and further afield. The golf brand is, is associated with winning whatever the discipline. And yeah, of course, to Even Strokes for their constant uh, support of MX Vice. Uh, please go and get your stuff from evenstrokes.com and use the code Brad. Wheeler 10 to get your 10% discount off, and it's that's Brad Wheeler10. Okay, so without any further ado then just introduce our special guests for the week, British MX1 Championship Rider and uh Many time member of Team Island Merck Oscillations, Mr. Stuart Evans. How are you, sir? Good, man. What's going on? You well? <laughs> ah, excellent. Yes, thanks very much for joining us. That's and uh, it's, uh, in a very picturesque setting, there we've got um, Charlie Dimmock sorting out your garden just the other side of you. It's is my backyard. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my humble abode. That's a fantastic shed. How many Hondas are in that shed? <laughs> uh, absolutely zero. <laughs> I don't keep bikes at my house just in case there's anyone watching good shout okay yeah nice one yeah no no, no invasion of the Edmonds residence yeah, yes absolutely <laughs> what's going on yeah so uh, just uh, yeah doing the uh, British Motocross podcast obviously just dealing with the aftermath of Ling um, how was uh, your weekend and how are you feeling after the, after the race
1: yeah look I, uh, I'm coming out a weekend Positive. I'm trying I'm trying to be as positive as I can coming up to the first few rounds. Uh, obviously, uh, get with, I'm a little bit late to the, to the season this year and I'm, um, I'm on a bike late. I'm on a new bike and uh, new team and running my own thing now at the minute. So I'm just having to be patient with myself and in, in getting riding and testing and doing everything that I need to do in order to be ready for racing. So each weekend and each week I ride, it's, it's, it's an improvement. And uh, yeah, I'm not going to sit here and say Ling was amazing for me because it was a struggle bus every single time I went out. But look, I just grinded my teeth, just kept going putting the laps in just kept p- picking the riders off and just trying to aim for the next place that was in front of me and that was the main thing and um, Ling's always one of those ones for me like where it'll either be a really really good day or a really really bad day so it's and I think I think a lot of riders are kind of in that same boat and um, but I've, I think I've had more bad days and good days in Ling if I'm honest with you but I, I enjoy the track I love riding the track and um, it's not a, sim- not a track that I'm going to go to and be like I hate this track but I actually enjoy riding it so but yeah look 13 overall, I can't complain um, I've now I've got plenty more to improve on, and I just have to keep working and keep uh, getting out on the bike, keep getting testing, and keep enjoying myself.
0: Yeah, for sure. See a couple of shots with you with, uh, with the goggles
1: gone. That was that something that happened in the second race. That was my own uh, my own mishap. Um, ah. so basically I done a quick goggle prep before I went out and when I put the, the door onto the, the goggle it actually flicked off the, the little roll that was on the mechanism. And usually I would check before we were going out, but I was a little bit late so I didn't bother checking it and, and it was on, wasn't until I actually went off the start line and around the first couple of corners that I realised it wasn't working. So I was pretty much like trying to hold the goggle as much as I can and I pulled it off and gave it a few wipes and sure like that was it. It was, it was raining in the second race, so I think it was like second lap maybe third lap that I lost them and uh, I was like I'm not pulling in for goggles because it's not beating me so I was in amongst a group I knew if I got past a few riders quite early I was able to it would break up a bit Um, and then that would allow me to kind of start chasing down other riders and I got caught behind one rider for quite a while that kind of cost me a couple of places but once I got past him I was able to make a good uh, good bit of ground back up in the the group ahead but it was too late then at that stage but I still managed a decent result and I I can't complain in that way no goggles from off the race so I was very lucky and kids stumpy always wear your goggles stumps take your goggles <laughs> always <wear them. laughs>
0: always check them yeah that's
1: it practice actual. safe riding always keep your goggles and always check them if you don't know how to do your goggles get someone else to do them for you
0: <laughs> I, do, I take it you don't get the help from Goggle Bob then I mean there's a big queue outside his van in there for, for I know, goggles yeah no, uh,
1: do you know what Goggle Bob's been always go, uh, really good to me is he's always offered it I just never actually took him up on it so I might oh. actually take him up on it maybe he's listening tonight he might actually like, come and have a little chat with me <laughs> Oh, his, expert, his expertise. It might have been a message. It might have been to say, yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, look, he, he's just it. messaged me right I've got to go.
0: Oh, it! Oh, <laughs> awesome. So, I mean, yeah, it's a new team for you then. Like, oh, yeah, you, had a, you had a top 10 at Okanga as well, I was going to ask you about. You had a, a top 10 in one moto anyway. What, what happened in the other one?
1: Yeah, so basically, obviously, Okanga, we all know it was an amazingly um, hard one for us all. Uh, the track was actually amazing. I, I have to hand it down to all the boys that um, made the track and got it all going. It was unreal. Just the weather wasn't uh, wasn't helping us really, was it? Um, yeah, sure. But basically, I ran out of uh, coolant. And um, basically, just I don't, I don't, two three laps ago, maybe I had no coolant, and it just the bike stopped. So that forced me to into a DNF, um, and it was just it was something simple. Um, and then the second race, I, I seemed to ride really well. I just kept kind of putting the the motos in and or the, the laps in on, the, on on the moto and just trying to keep pushing it and I wasn't anywhere near fit like I'm still kind of on the borderline of, of getting fit so I ended up getting like halfway through the race and just kind of plateauing really and just it was just a head bobbing session for me really but uh, I managed to just keep a consistent I suppose and I, I still got a good uh, a good result so I know I'm capable of top 10 and um, I, I completely have to be conscious of what I've been doing in the last few months um, and then I, I, I can't be expecting too much of myself because you Usually by end of January, end of February, you're kind of most your testing's done. Most sure you've got a good bit riding on your belt. Where I was only kind of starting at the end of January, so I can't be frustrated with myself. Like when I'm getting bad results, I have to be really conscious. And um, I've gotten something really cool that I've managed to kind of put together to myself. I got Spencer um, Briggs here from Briggs Commercials. He's been amazing. He's uh, kind of. Took me up a hole from the start. Ten Central Group, they've like been amazing to me as well, along with a load of other guys. CCM Racing, and I like Traction, all the the, the original sponsors that've helped me out for all the years, and. Um, they've just been phenomenal to me and helping me out and of course the Fox boys came on board first to, as soon as they see me they were like right what can we do for you so there's been an, an amazing amount of people once I kind of I managed to get a couple of bikes started there's been an amazing amount of people that kind of stuck their head in and said look we can't not see you racing um, what can we do to help and it's been really really good I'm, I'm running my own thing I'm back working and um, with a, an actual sponsor my Dunleavy I, I've worked for them for a, year, um, a few years and kind of left to go a bit more into the coaching and uh, the racing side of things and just with me doing my own thing now it's it's one of those things where i just have to go on to the work life and um, up at five in the morning training going working going training again even a little bit of bike time but i get there i'm enjoying it i'm enjoying the process i'm racing which is the main thing and, and uh, yeah i've got to say i've got to be thankful to all them boys and everyone that's helped me. there's plenty of people that i've missed out on and i'm obviously i'm sorry for missing you out but uh all not who you're there
0: <laughs> i mean i've got uh, i've got the, the the other screen good on here I could see from your uh, your Facebook page you've got a lot of people there. Very yeah, professional, kind of like um, little template you've got going on there. When you get a result, and you've got all your sponsors around, a very good shot of you blasting the Honda around there. So uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, so I can read yes, them so out definitely. if you like. To. I,
1: yeah, he's uh, <laughs> there's a, there's a guy called uh, uh, that Ten Central Group. This side here they actually do uh, quite a bit for me with Hi, that sort yes. of thing, and they're helping me out with the media. And they they help me along with Mooney's and uh, Autoboy and all. They they give me vans and stuff, and like everyone's coming together and help me with a little bit and in my family they've been phenomenal to me as well they've been helping me too so the, my mum's on board where she's getting all my, my meals and all everything that I need sort of for when I come home late for dinner and I'm too tired to make food and stuff so everyone's shipping My sister my little brother and my dad's shipping in as well so it's not just a, it's not just a team for me it's a, it's, it's a team based with everybody uh, everybody's helped me and they're all helping me to get to a certain position which is great um, and all I want to do is just produce results for them and, and bring myself back to where I know I, I want to be and I know I can be and um, I know I can be a, a top five contender, and it'll take a little bit of a while to get back to there. I know it will, um, but I can be consistently top ten. That's for sure.
0: Yeah. So, where See, so are you based in? Sure. You, are you based across the Irish Sea, or are you? Yeah. You so I'm based
1: a, yeah, I'm back home at Dublin, and we I pretty much get the ferry across every every round for the MX nationals and the British and stuff like that. Um, that's kind of the, the worst part of the, the the racing side of it is having to pay for ferries going across and and yeah. then travelling all the way down, and then once you're racing on Saturday, you kind of get yourself set up Saturday, race Sunday, and then you're on the two. 30 About uh, Sunday night, Monday morning, and straight into work when you land into Dublin Port after six o'clock. So, two or three hours to sleep, and that's about it, and you're straight into work. Yeah, so uh, it's tough, but you got to do it. Sometimes you have to kind of grit it out for a little bit longer to be able to get to success out of it, you know?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, does your, is your work give you sort of like they say the Fridays for the traveling or something like that? Are they quite understanding? Um,
1: so, yeah, Ross is he, like they've been phenomenal with me, and um, they give me time if I need. And um, so, like a lot of the time, I have to kind of work because I need the money to work. So so what I would do is I, I would work um, four day a week, Wednesdays we'll be riding sometimes depending on how I'm feeling. So like after the weekend I'm a little bit battered and bruised and my hands are so I, I don't know if I'm doing a full week this week. But if I'm going away he'll uh, I'll be in work on a Friday but he'll give me a bit of time off sometimes if if we only have a few jobs, jobs to do on a Friday, I get a half day or whatever, then I get the Friday night boat um at about eight PM, nine PM. And then it's it's quite uh, flexible that way. He's really good, and if I needed to go somewhere for a few days, he's he's quite flexible in, in being able to let me go off and do what I need to do. So um, I have to be very thankful uh, to him for that as well, you know. So it's yeah, a it it's a it's a team effort, and like he sees what I'm putting in, and he kind of sees a lot of the effort that I am putting in, and it's good to kind of support and and I give as much effort as I can back to him at work.
0: So uh, what sort of work is it that does, Stuart? What sort of yeah, uh, so basically it's yeah, garage equipment.
1: That? Yeah, garage equipment we, we do. Um, so fixing uh, lifts, compressors, all that sort of stuff. Um, and just like um, new installs. Uh, and uh, I have to do with garage equipment, basically, and then the mechanic uses we kind of install or,
0: or maintain. Cool, so you turn your spanners on your own bikes in the, in the week for the practice and stuff like that?
1: Yeah, but, uh, me along with my dad, he helps out as well, and um, I've obviously got uh, Ryan top doing engines and stuff, so any engine work that you get done, um, he sorts me out four power race and sorts me with that, um, but yeah, mainly me and my dad are kind of doing the spanners during the weekend, and on the weekends I have a variety of people coming to help me. <laughs> it's, it's pretty much like, who's free this weekend, come on and help. Um, um, Alistair Holland is a good friend of mine. He comes over and helps. Um, Craig was helping at one stage, and another guy called Adam Ford. Sometimes Dave Russell comes to help too. Um, from uh, Stephen Russell's motorcycles, he's he's uh, been phenomenal, helping me out in the last few years as well. So, I've got
0: quite a, a quite a good um, good group of people supporting me, which is great. Yeah, superb. And uh, it was um, yeah, it'd be excellent racing at Ling. I mean. I, I did sort of know a few of the riders said to me beforehand, but uh, I think it was definitely borne out that the start seems to be so important there. Uh, I mean, yeah. if you look at the, the lap chart for the opening race of MX1, there were no changes in position. I mean, it wasn't It was very exciting. They have got very close at the front end. I mean, Conrad was chasing up to Harry, and then he might fall back, and Josh was getting close to him as well. So, yeah, yeah it was all very close and edgy and as a commentator I had no issues adding a bit of excitement to it but when you look at lap charts there's just five straight lines for the top five they just didn't change whatsoever what what is it about that circuit that does that do you think there's a lot of well
1: There's one controversial thing that I'm going to probably bring up and it's been like this for the last few years. The middle of the start gates drop first. Um, I've actually shared something there during the week um, with my GoPro and you see some of the gates that are actually down and you can actually see in the corner of the GoPro that my gate is still up and there's other gates are halfway down. So there is probably like i don't know five gates either side of the middle of a box that would drop yep. first before the rest the drop and they're all staggered so that wow. alone is an unfair advantage but um disregarding the start if everyone was gone off at the same time the first part of the track is just really one-lined so fast and um, yep. so like there's a quarter of the track pretty much gone and then you go out into the field out the back where you can kind of make some passes but there'll be there'll be aggressive passes and then yep. it kind of bottlenecks down into like a chicane sort of section so that's all one line there's very little movement happening there and then as you go back on into the trees into the centre track that's all all two one line as well so there's only pretty much like I'd say three areas of, uh, of the track that you could probably make clean passes the rest is probably a ride or die pass where you're diving down <laughs> the inside of somebody and it's either Hit them and then go on, or yeah. else you spoke it down. That's literally all. That's what's happened. So that's why I think it's a it's quite a demand track for a lot of riders. Where especially if you're getting bad starts, um, because everyone is trying to to use up the utilize the whole um, areas of the track because it's, it boils down to one line that yeah. everyone's kind of cutting and diving across everybody. So like you're you're constantly trying to redirect and trying to correct of well, like where's that rider going? I'm gonna go here, and add oh, just somebody else here, so I'm gonna go there. So it's definitely a demand track, physically, both mental and mentally as well you know so i think uh, i could probably say for a lot of riders uh, it's one of those tracks where you're just like hmm, what's gonna happen today <laughs> but yeah no it's, it's i suppose it's good it's, it's good for spectating and, and with a lot of the aggressive aggressive uh, riding so i don't know maybe the spectators love it as well so they
0: can see a lot of the track too yeah it's pretty decent for the viewing in the top end there, I mean um uh, but yeah, you notice about the start, I did notice that there isn't one it doesn't have a, a doghouse in the middle, a kind of doghouse is set back a bit, then there's like yep. a lane of mechanical stuff, so I guess is it just because I don't know something mechanical where yeah, that there's some extra tension at the and, and yeah, I don't know. I think some of the gates are probably they're
1: either welded staggeredly or something.
0: I don't actually know.
1: Like I don't make gates, um, but I, I know like there's there's that, it's happened a few times in, in a few different rounds and um um that the gates are kind of falling on one side. And so I think that should be something that should be addressed straight away, especially if you're running a race like that, all gates are falling equally. Um, and yeah, like, sure. let's let's say for instance like if there's a rider that has a an, a an engine issue in qualifying and has a bad qualifying gate, it doesn't matter whether he's a fast rider or a slow rider, his gate should fall the same as every other gate. So. Um, and I think that was always in the rule book anyway is that um, that the gates fall equally um, but I don't know it's something that's kind of come up quite a bit for me in the last couple of years of racing that I've noticed it quite a bit um, and I think a lot of other riders are noticing too so not only is your qualifying becoming very very important but now that the gates are where they are it's becoming even worse um, so there's a lot of controversy over what gate you're going to pick and what's falling
0: first really I suppose isn't it yeah, I mean, I could see the fastest in qualifying were just fitting up from the inside outwards. That's that's how yeah, it was going for every single much. race. Uh, obviously, words got around.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and now uh, look, we're we're all professional riders, so we're always looking for that extra one percent, you know. So everybody's sure. going to have their little their little thing to look at. But like, I think sometimes that the organizers and um, the, the 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 people that run the events should actually look down at the uh, right. These gates are falling properly. How can we fix it? So,
0: yeah. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, um, and, and it was a very positive move by uh, Gilbert to sort of move past Tommy Searle in the, 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 the after the second corner uh, oh. in the second race. I mean, he, he said us how important it was just to get that lead. And um, yeah, did you, it. did you see the move or move no? Sure, there? I
1: was. Probably twentieth in in the pack. Um, <laughs> wiping my goggles off. Um, so like, unfortunately, I didn't see that move. <laughs> so yeah, and, and uh, I would usually I, what I would do is uh, I'd look back in the live stream, but there was no live stream. Just this uh, this, week, this weekend for whatever reason I don't know. So that's another thing that's kind of um, that should have been announced at the start. Really, I suppose no 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 live stream because I was telling my mumsy bear I was like, man, you can watch me live uh, on the weekend, and she was waiting for the link, but there's no link to be sent. So usually I would look back and I'd see like, can I learn something off the boys? Um, that are ahead of me, and always kind of addressing myself, and like they were on this line or they were on that line, and you might pick up one or two things, and the live streams good for that that reason for me anyway. And sometimes you get a now glimpse glimpse of me, and I'm like, oh, there's me. <laughs> <laughs> so that's always that's always fun to see as well, you know.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. Exactly, as a rider, especially, yeah, you want to make sure you get some screen time, don't you? I mean, yeah, yeah you got exactly, you got yeah. sponsors yeah. paying for you and things like that, so My yeah, for sure. Sponsors,
1: and I look like, there, you got it's like ten seconds of screen time. <laughs> Now, yes. my, my, my main goal is to um, to be up up front from um, each month and each each week I was going on, so I'll be looking to push each weekend and get better and better each month. So maybe by the end of the year, we'll have a live stream back and I'll be back up to front.
0: Yeah, I mean um, from the live stream point of view, just for anybody listening and, and for yourself, yeah, I mean I wasn't given an explanation as to why, um, okay. and uh, I was told it was also. Um, kind of last minute, which is kind of why there wasn't a, um, uh, an example there. Not to, um, you know, upset anybody, but uh, yeah, oh, yeah, it was, it was just something this, that, this, just the, something the camera, that run it. didn't happen. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, but I have been told that they are working on getting something set up for Foxer. Oh, cool. Uh, which um, I'm, I'm told might be might be more of a permanent thing um, oh, so, uh, to, to try and obviously, yeah, book it in for the rest of the year. I mean, they've got, you know, one of the world's most famous riders, guest starring at Fox Hill So, yeah, yeah there's going to be massive interest from that. So I, I can imagine, yeah, there to be a lot it. of spectators too. Yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's my part of the world. I'm literally about an hour's drive away. Cool. I used to live in Chippingham. Did you? Oh, fair play. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Of course with the uh there's a the, the track there wasn't there. What, what was the was it Wildcat was there a place called there was uh, there was a training facility, you not there, uh, at Was there a big tra- training track? No, training? S- um I getting fat cat confused.
1: You're getting fat cat confused, yeah I think <laughs> maybe. There is <laughs> another Chippenham that's like was miles away everyone thought I lived there, but it wasn't there. Oh, okay. It's- Yep, that's near bat
0: yeah, yeah, another one, definitely. Yeah, that's um, well, that's very close to MX HQ. So there we go. Oh, uh, yeah. good stuff, good stuff. So, what when was that? When did you live there then? Uh, 2011, 2010, 2011.
1: Cool. Good TM years, TM UK years. Ah, yes. Yeah. Of course. Um, Mike was the one used to look after me. He was my second dad when I was over there, basically. <laughs> <laughs> he saved me whenever I was need saving. <laughs> Pretty much, babied me up.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm sort of looking back at uh, at some of the numbers for yourself, and uh, yeah, I mean, you, your first nations for Ireland, you've done eleven nations. Yeah, well, uh, is, it, is it eleven now? I, 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 I did count yeah, eleven. If I've missed I one, I'm sorry. Yeah,
1: yeah, I don't know. I, I, well, I've I've been picked uh, more than eleven times, but due to injury, I've had to pull out or whatever. Um yeah. I thought it was ten. Oh, maybe it was eleven. Yeah, it's eleven last year now. Yeah, so it was ten coming up to last year. So you're right, actually. Eleven. Yeah, the very first nations was two thousand eight. Yeah, Donington. Yeah, Donington is crazy. Like I was, I was only actually looking at something there last night. I was, uh, I was in a meeting and I was just like, Jesus, that seems like yesterday, but it was actually a <laughs> long time ago. I'm actually, I'm officially the old guy in, um, in the racing now, isn't it? Just like you're, one, I'm one of the old guys.
0: <laughs> yeah, how old are you? now? 34. 34, like, okay, cool. No, that's a, not quite as old as mine. Bar, anyway, so he's done a few more.
1: No, he's he's one one older than me, so. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a lot more uh, nations than they have about to.
0: I think if he keeps going long enough, he would have been on the team with both Phil McCullough and eventually his son Cole is coming through now as well, yeah. so, yeah. He could pull uh, the Phillip, on, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's riding well, isn't he? I mean, he's uh, getting himself into the Europeans and everything.
1: Yeah, Cole's riding really good. Um, I actually, I ride up in uh, his dad's track. Yeah, quite a bit, and I do be watching. Him. I mean, Cole's riding really well. Um, I think he, I got, I think he got injured recently. I'm not too sure. Um, someone said he got injured, but uh, yeah, he's definitely he's 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 looking well so far, and I think he's got like good potential and So it's nice to see him doing the DMX two fives and stuff and, and putting the results in. So it'll be interesting yeah. to see. On, usually these are the years where um, the kids start to kind of taper off a little bit and they find other things so it'd be nice to see him kind of continue on and uh,
0: keep the work ethic going and keep the interest in the bikes Yeah for sure I mean uh, yeah far too many do tail off do not they I mean yeah. we've had good, good results from a couple of the, the rookies there in, um, in in the MX2 class at the weekend it was good to see Charlie Heyman get up to fourth in the in the MX2 and, and Ben Musto I mean in, in his first year he's almost been the standout rookie really I mean top 10 virtually every time getting a good start and getting up there I mean have you got uh, has anyone sort of your eye as a a potential from either UK. Unfortunately,
1: because I'm I'm pretty much doing my own thing, um, um, I have to do a lot of work, so I I very rarely get to look at look at the tracks or 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 the riders. So if I do, it's literally I'm looking at the track. I'm not really looking at the sure. race. So, and um, which if I had a bit more time on my hands, like I'm kind of having to tweak the bike or do little bits of the bike and stuff like that So, um, I had a bit more help this this weekend, but I didn't actually get a chance to watch much of the racing. So, um, but yeah, there's, there's quite a few few guys that are racing that I'd probably keep my eye, eye on. Um, some of the Irish guys are kind of they're always. At heart like I keep an eye on all the Irish guys and um, see, see how they're getting on you know so yeah look there's there's a few boys coming through but it'd be interesting to
0: see how they all get on you know yeah absolutely and um yeah from from that side I mean um you've had a few a few rookies in your class a few few guys coming up from MX2 to MX1 this year so are you feeling there's a step up in pace or is it similar to where it was what are, what are you feeling like in there well, I, the-
1: I think the pace is probably similar um but just there's more riders that are at the same pace that's pretty much it really yeah. um, and like you'll, you'll understand like you'll understand some of the riders that are working hard and some of the riders that aren't they'll they'll be fast for like a quarter of the race and then they'll, they'll peel off majority of the race so like it's always going to be the same the the guys that work harder and, and ride more will just outlive the, the other riders so like even the rookies that are coming up they still have a lot to learn when it comes to like um, controlling a 450 you, you can be fast but like you have to be fast and consistent and safe for what you're doing so there's a lot of the time where you're, there's no point in you being fast and wild on a 450 you know so um, there is a few boys that have actually come up and, and surprised me but like I was watching um who was I watching Jesus that's going to go have my head now I'm going blank but uh, he might come back to my head there's a couple of boys I was watching last year and then they moved up to a 450 and I was like yeah he's he's going to ride really well on a 450 and they have really in fairness to him so yeah. um, it's nice to see uh, them being able to transition from a small bike to a big bike a lot of people can't do that
0: yeah, no, it is. It is a big jump in uh, always. I mean, uh, yeah, just looking through the results here from the weekend. Obviously, had uh, Josh uh, and Harry there sharing the first and thirds, and um, yeah, really, really good for Josh to take take the win there. I mean, yeah. obviously, again, you wouldn't you wouldn't have seen the coverage, but I mean, Conrad was almost twice almost winning twice. You know, he was right yeah. on the tail end of of Harry in the first race, and then right on the tail end of Josh uh, in the second moto. So he was disappointed on the podium, and he's let one point slip uh, further back uh, from, from Harry Curlis but still I mean yeah again you talk about a rider that's gone from 250 to 450 I mean he's done it almost seamlessly as Conrad News yeah, yeah he has yeah
1: you can see, like a, I think, Conrad was always a more suited 450 rider because of how he his style was. And um, he's a great MX2 rider, but I think from a moving from small bike to big bike, I just thought it's just stand up and smooth style was always suited the 450 a little bit better. So, um, and it's, look, it's good to see Josh and and Conrad doing what they're doing. Like, it's they're definitely keeping everybody else on their toes. That's for sure. And again, keeping <laughs> the eyes on them, you know. <laughs> I think David's was really happy with them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, so you got some, yeah John Adams. And did really nicely at the weekend as well. After yeah, such yeah, good to
1: see John stayed on. Come yeah. on, oh, John. Yes. You stayed yes. on. The <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, John, it's, John it's, it's had just about an O'Kanger hanger as I did in the X Nationals. Jesus, I, yeah, I was, crashed. I crashed. In, I think six times in the first race where John, had that in the British. I think.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> real bad one. <laughs> two points from the whole first weekend for John so yeah, absolute night there for him. And good to see Mr. Bobashef back. I mean... Yeah, um, nice to see uh, him uh, back. Do you know him yeah. much or do you know him very well or not really? I yeah,
1: speak to him. I mean, ah, look, I've raced have you know, Yevgeny for years, Bobby, like he's an amazing rider and he's like, I think, I think I've overheard some of the travel that he's had to do and like... I think I have a bad, and he's got it even worse. So it's nice to see him um, being able to race. Like I think it's it's important that, uh, especially like look the way what's happened. I think a lot of the athletes that are struggling um, from that um, issue. Is it's not fair on them. I don't think so. It's nice to see Bobby back racing and uh, be good to see him back to him, himself soon. I think he's got a bit of catching up to do too.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he said he said to us that uh, yeah, his uh, his his speed is recovering faster than his fitness is. I think which is probably. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. but you know, that's, <laughs> that's not, uh, but yeah, fourth of that last race there. So we did pretty well there. And Brad Todd had a good weekend. Someone else like yourself, really, who's, who's gone from yeah. a, a, an Austrian bike with a bit a bit more, you had, I think, more support, didn't you, on the Husky? Yeah, go a bit,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah I'd go a bit more sport than a husky. Obviously, um, I was with a peak color last year, so and they just uh, they decided to go a different route, and uh, they just told me that they weren't really putting as much effort into the team this year, and that kind of left me in a sticky situation in the wintertime. But uh, I managed to kind of come through with what I've got now, and and. Uh, yeah, I'm still, I'm still grateful for what Anna and Dinan have done for me. And Brad is pretty much doing what I'm doing now this year himself as well, just doing it on his own, and he's got support from a few people himself. So it's nice to see Brad getting a start and uh, yeah, putting the results in. to would be a good chance I can be up that rare, area now soon, but I'm struggling with the starts in mean, the minute. See, I'm a lot bigger than the other boys, you know. I'm up, I'm up in around the 92 kilos mark. I think Brad's probably in the 75. <laughs> That's my excuse, and I'm sticking to it.
0: <laughs> I'm envious of you boys that are in the double digit of the ki- kilograms because I'm into the three figures. I mean, oh, yeah, I, three figures, okay. I,
1: was, I tell you what, I was close to three figures at Christmas time. It was all coming down to me at Christmas time, but I managed <laughs> to kind of lean myself off. Thankfully,
0: yeah. So I'm, I'm six foot five, so I can cope with it. You know what I mean? It doesn't look, <laughs> yeah, doesn't look yeah, yeah. As bad, but yeah, it's still it's still up there. Like, oh yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, yeah, but, as, uh,
1: yeah, as you said, like Brad got amazing starts, and um, like yeah. it's just one of those tracks, you get a good start and you can just stick with it. Um, and, Like he's, he's not slouched like Brad's good rider, um, yeah. so he's, he's well able to hold himself. And when you get good starts, it's half the work for yourself, isn't it? I suppose, yeah. well, he qualified well, didn't he? He qualified fourth, yeah. so yeah. uh, you know, yeah. that meant again he could get one of those nice gates in the middle. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing I'm actually, I must actually ask, why are they putting us out first? God, that track was so fast. They're, Sorry, we're, we're, they're putting us out first, so we're out first at first round and the second round, yeah. Um, and on a flat track, I don't think that's too. What do you think about that? We're controversial. A flat track in the MX1 boys gone on a flat track, fast, very very fast. I found
0: it last hour. It was yeah, it was crazy. I mean, the lap times out of two o four was yeah. was pole time, and and yeah, I mean in the rain in the second race, I think it was twenty seconds yeah, higher yeah. than that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, you could just tell straight away, and I, I said on the commentary that it's. I mean, Oakhanger was even worse, wasn't it? Like you know, you, yeah. you, you're out first, you've just got to go for it straight away. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, you, you know it's going to be the fastest lap. I mean, I think there were just two riders uh, in the top 10 who didn't set their fastest lap on that one. First, yeah. Everyone was pretty much on the, on the first lap, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, I, I actually struggled in, in qualifying. I, I just because it was so fast it was very little lines I just kept messing, making too many mistakes so I've no excuse other than, than myself making too many mistakes but yeah I couldn't believe it was I thought they were going to alternate um, MX1 out first one week and then MX2 out first the next week or whatever but I don't know it was, it was interesting but yeah I think it made um, it put a lot of riders that are really good at putting laps in up uh, high in the qualification um, mm. which definitely surprised me that's for sure like I think I was 21st on this yeah, it was very
0: far down. Well, I didn't get my sheet ready for that.
1: Yeah, I was, tw- I was 21st, so I was very far down. I seen 21st on the board, and I went and done another lap, and I made some mistakes. I was like, that was a little bit quicker. And I still see 21st on the board, and I was like, wow, I'm really struggling there.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's bad. It was, uh, it was like that for the qualifying. And then, yeah, so just going down a bit, I mean, it's actually, it's on the note there with the Honda with the thing, it seems like that's the bike of privateer's choice yeah well you know what I mean?
1: actually I rode it and I, I really enjoyed riding it um, and I just felt like it was time to change um, and I originally when I was doing my own thing I originally wanted to do with a Honda um, but uh, the the, guy, the guys that sponsored me here in Ireland they're CCM Racing they, uh, they kind of sorted me out with a lot of bikes and stuff they were able to get me one bike but the Honda, they couldn't get me till February, I think, um, or January, whatever it was, um, and it, it left us stuck, and then they were, they were struggling to get other bikes, so we were originally going to go on uh, a Gas Gas. Um, wow. Yeah, and then basically what happened was Spencer came involved, and he just like, yeah, I'd love to help Stu, and he uh, he pretty much came in and helped me out with two bikes and some other bits and bobs, and he's been really, really good so far. Um, a friend of mine, Jim, kind of put us in contact, and he kind of, got everything going for me really so yeah like I jumped on it and each time I'm riding I'm just I'm trying a little bit here and a little bit there and I'm getting like just getting happier and happier each time I'm going on the bike so I'm trying to do everything in a little steps. so yeah I presume at the minute everyone seems to be wanting to go red when they're gone you know, as a privateer and yeah. seems to be working like look at Brad it's working for Brad and Stunning. I'm enjoying yeah. it I'm definitely enjoying it so like, I'm, I'm going to be seeing better results now soon as well so no,
0: fingers crossed yeah I mean he's, he's uh, got himself under the awning of the Ultimate Wheels Honda team um, which is they just literally apparently just volunteered to help him out a little bit because they could see he was struggling and uh, they're new to ACU this year they're a long time MCA yeah. team so they're literally just down the road from me so yeah they're a nice bunch of guys I, mean, um, I
1: know, yeah. The, the boys were—they actually—they're they're asking if I need any help, and they're—they're really, really good in fairness to them. That's cool. Um, yeah, like that's what I have, I have to give to Jamie. The lads like—they offered me to help a, a, a good few times, more than many times. Actually, I was stuck for a, a ride cap in in Ocanger, and They, they okay. gave me one as well. So like, they're really good. Like, I have to fair play to the boys man, putting their hand out and uh, offering to help all the riders.
0: You know, it's a pretty good class. Yeah. That's brilliant. That's brilliant to know that. I mean, uh, and yeah, then of course, yeah, Martin got himself up in the seventh overall. Yeah, and a couple of good starts. Uh, Jamie Carton is another one of those moved up from the two fifties. He's done pretty yes. nicely, eighth yeah. overall. It was um, actually Tom Grimshaw that
1: I was trying. To, I was thinking of. I couldn't think of Tom's name at the minute. Yeah, I'm right. getting there. Yeah, Tom <laughs> surprised me. Yeah, Tom's probably been running very, very well. Yeah, I watched him doing the AMX uh, Open. I think it was.
0: It? Yeah, yeah, it yeah, a good, a, um, good first round, fifth overall at uh, at Okanga, which was great. But yeah, he did he did hurt himself, bang himself up at yeah. uh, Trentino. He,
1: he, he hurt his shoulder in Torrentino, wasn't it? He had a big yeah. crash. So yeah, he's been see so he was struggling a little bit on the weekend. He yeah, a, so. a few words that if you a few rider or one rider, and in particular, I'm not going to say nothing. Um, at the first <laughs> race, so uh, I was actually a uh, bird's eye view of that one.
0: <laughs> oh, he got a bit, got a bit close, did he?
1: No, no, they were they were they were talking. They're having words. Oh, okay. I <laughs> should do like I should do.
0: I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess. He was, yeah, he was he was two places behind you, and between you was Jason Mira. Uh, no, it wasn't
1: him. He was not, He wasn't having any. No, definitely wasn't him someone else
0: someone else you're teasing us here you're teasing us yeah, good stuff
1: <laughs> you, you just gonna keep an eye on them next in that next round what's a it yeah
0: yeah Fox Hill next yeah let's see he like he seems to like that place he was he yeah i well actually Fox
1: Hill as well yeah that's one of my favorite my, my favorite tracks yeah, yeah you're a Hill fan cuz yeah, i love, just, I love Fox Hill. people Always. Fox Hills has like been a really, really good, um, good track for me. I always kind of perform well there. Um, actually, last year was kind of a bit of a, an up and down one for me last year, not for whatever reason. But uh, yeah, every year I, I always seem to perform well. I enjoy the track and I always seem to get decent starts there too. So I'm looking forward to
0: it. Yeah, nice one because it's, it's more of a sort of traditional, well not traditional, but more of a standard sort of start. 180 degree hairpin straight back up the up the uh, straight in it, so it's not as so wide open as Ling really, is it?
1: Yeah, and no, I, th- I think the track as well. Uh, I don't know, some some people struggle with the technicality of the track, so with it getting rutty and hard packing areas, and there's quite a variety of different lines and stuff like that. So, and then the up and down the hills tires a lot of people. It was very hard to set up the bike, so a lot of people struggle. Some people get, get on great, with it, some people don't. So it's one of those tracks where you either over it or hate it.
0: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean. Um... You have got uh, obviously help there from the the, the Briggs family, and they had they had a massive presence at the the Vets Nations at Foxhill last year. Yeah. are they are they starting to line you up with a, a tasty? Oh, they've already lined you? me up.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. straight away. He was like, What's right, that? Mean? He's right. You're coming to Fox Hills? I was like, "Oh, am I?" He said, like, "Yeah. yeah. What you want to ride?" And I was like, "Oh, look, whatever." So we, I have an option of a 250 or a 500. So uh, I just don't know what, yeah. And um, but yeah, we're we're definitely it's going to be me and Jim Davis and Matt Bayless. We're going to be riding together as a team. Okay, and cool. And obviously, Spencer is bringing um, majority of his bikes and stuff, and he love. Uh, he's got some amazing bikes. I absolutely yeah. love his bikes. So yeah, I think he's, we're definitely going to be there. That's for sure.
0: Oh, that's awesome because yeah, they have that massive tent with some amazing stuff there, like. An original Mike Brown peak Honda, and yeah, uh, yeah like one of the Carson RWJ bikes. And, and I mean, going back to even more historic stuff now that like I can't even think of, but um, yeah,
1: yeah no, was... he's, got, he's got a really good collection of fairness. So I'm like, I have to give it to him, he's, and he's collecting more as well. He's got, I think he's got a couple more. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> it's, great to, it's great to see it's a proper passionate man about more you know,
0: yeah, absolutely, yeah, I can't beat that for sure. And then obviously, yeah, just looking through the results there, ninth was Sean Simpson, I think he had real issues with starts, and maybe even just... Started from the qualifying, perhaps like you say, the track was just. Yeah, no,
1: and the first race, he was actually right beside me, and, right. and he got boxed in as well as me. Where, uh, but like he was coming through the first through, through the pack in the first race, so exact same thing. He'd pass the rider and he'd sit there for a lap or two, and then I'd get past the rider, and then he'd get past the next rider, and I was literally just like two laps past somebody, two laps past somebody. I think he actually went down in the first race. If yeah, I remember, he passed me to back towards the end of the uh, end of the race. So I was absolutely wrecked. Um, <laughs> So yeah, he uh, yeah you
0: could see he was struggling. It's just one of those tracks. Like if you go and get a start, it's very very hard to come through. Yeah, he he did a really good job. It was one of the, one of the the ones that really did move forward, especially in the second race. Uh, yeah, the, race. Where the, I don't know where he finished in the second race. Where did he finish in the second race? Uh, he got eighth in the second race. So yeah, he went oh, he went okay, eleven. It went eleven eight for ninth overall. So yeah, oh. it was. Uh, I just remember he was just like he was. He, he dropped back and then he was passing people again, and then he dropped back again. He's passing people. I think he did make a little mistake somewhere, and uh-huh. and uh, yeah, he just kept on uh, driving forward as Sean tends to do. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, ending up tenth overall. A bit of a sad day for for Tommy Sewer there with his um, obviously just coming back from his injury.
1: Yeah, he's uh, uh, he's broken misses' Is broken his, broken ribs. Yeah, yeah. I've uh, suffered a few of them. That they're not nice. Yeah. No. Definitely not, no. So I've, I've had to race with a few broken ribs and uh, I can completely understand what he's gone through right now, that's for sure. I think Ashton Dickinson is actually suffering from broken ribs too.
0: Yeah, he hurt himself at Hawkstone. Um, yeah,
1: so, he, yeah. I'm sure I've seen something there during the week. Um, yeah, so like, fair play to you boys. I understand what you're gone through. <laughs> broken ribs aren't, aren't a thing. But no, Tommy disappeared in the second race. <laughs> on the last lap, was it? Or the second last lap?
0: Yeah, yeah. He, was, um, he said to us on the... Um, Uh, On the the wait, he said on his vlog, um, and I spoke to him briefly as well. He had uh, a a clutch issue, so he was he was riding up tight and um, uh, using the clutch too much. He said he nearly burnt his clutch out for a similar reason on Honda. Um, and okay. um, and uh, yeah, he said he, he said he would have burnt the clutch out on any bike and he burnt the clutch out on that bike. So, uh,
1: okay, yeah. So I was wondering because I, I didn't see him a crash or go down or anything like that so they're, they're asking me because I moved up a place and was like, oh man, I didn't pass anybody.
0: So yeah. then I realised that Tommy just... he yeah, literally stopped on the last lap so he was the the highest placed rider that was technically lapped. Um, oh yeah, okay. Yeah. So he finished. He was classified seventeenth. So he got four points. Oh, okay. um, but yeah, he, he was talking about as a DNF, and it it was kind of a yeah <laughs> a DNF. In that, he didn't actually take the checkered flag, but yeah. yeah, he'd already done more laps than my um, well, yeah. Oh, seventy percent in the race in it. See you
1: sir over 75% of the race you get like a class, yes. wide result then
0: isn't it yeah that's it exactly yeah so he done more laps than anybody apart from 16 people so yeah that was that was very yeah. lost. and Steven came in with a 10th at the end he managed to sort of sneak into the top 10 because of that I think, you, yeah. You yeah. encountered much on track because he seems to yeah, be yeah he years passed
1: years. me early on so when I, just when I lost, I lost my goggles that's literally the lap he passed me so whenever right. that lap that was um, he actually made a good few he actually got made a good few passes in that first lap or second lap whenever it was um, but yeah, he was riding really well. I actually I the first race I managed to get him back, then you must have tired out. But uh second race obviously he he got one up on me again.
0: <laughs> yeah, he just ended up um Well, yeah, it was a tiebreaker. Yeah, you're on the same points for the day. Yeah, so I think really? it was I think
1: it's him, Jason, me, and possibly someone else behind me. There's like three of us all on the same points.
0: Four of us maybe. Yeah. Three of you on fifteen points and then three more on fourteen. That's Purden. Oh yeah, that's what I was yeah Hurden Knight and Luke Parker I mean Luke Parker's like yeah somebody said on, online he's just like a full time plumber. has got top 10 in the British Championship which yeah. he did in the first yeah, race
1: he's so. been, he been getting good starts it was actually Luke that I was stuck behind for a few laps trying to get past and I eventually got past him when I had no goggles on but yeah he was actually riding really well he had a, he had a good race in the first race as well
0: yeah yeah he was 10th in the first race yeah. um, and then 18th in the second one so yeah maybe the um uh, the, the pace just getting to him at the end there but yeah 10th in the first race is a, is a great achievement yeah, really, result, yeah. so yeah that's and then then there was Ashton on 13 and then it just sort of drops off a bit and yeah uh, Tom Grimshaw was um, had five points for the day so yeah not not a great one but there you go that's um, yeah Say so recovering from the injury it so it's a
1: part motocross, eh? You, you win some and you lose some, and sometimes you're injured, and sometimes you're not. I don't need, actually, I don't even think if you go to the start line and ask all the riders, Are you like injury free? that I'll say, Yes, every single one of us has something wrong with us. It's part of <laughs> motocross, like I don't care who, what rider tells you, there's nothing wrong with there's something wrong with them,
0: yeah, for certain, for certain, always. Um, then just to quickly run through MX2, so uh, did you see you say you, you didn't really get much chance to watch things like you say? Nah, a, I didn't get, get a chance, like,
1: I, I just heard bits and bobs, um, yeah, I didn't really get the chance to like watch the racing now unfortunately so you'll have yeah, to fill yeah. me in.
0: Yeah noise so uh yeah and that was obviously the um uh, the slightly uh contentious one of course yeah. so uh yeah we had the um the first race was pretty clear cut. I mean it was um gifting and then uh, Jack Chambers the the American kid uh, who sort of last minute late entry. Um, yeah he's
1: probably he's put probably a good uh, good result in there Steve, yeah. uh, he, he's good at Steve's good at picking all um, riders out of, out of the blue, aren't they? And just like making them really good racers. Yeah, it's pretty
0: mad, isn't it? Yeah, he suddenly, yeah he's suddenly, I mean, really good at home. I looked at his record before and just to see what um, you know, see, see what I could say about him on the on the commentary, and he was. Um, where's my notes here now there is somewhere That's said mx1 was after mx2 was after mx1 wasn't it that's it i just looked at yeah. my book <laughs> yeah. um but yeah with mx2 i mean he was um you know the best of like 16th at the foxborough supercross last year um and he got like a 21st at thunder valley ama nationals in the 250 class Great track. um so you, oh, of course yeah you did that for the nations didn't you love that but, track absolutely amazing track yeah well it's because yeah. it's is is the the air like thinner as well i thought yes. it was quite
1: oh it's so it's so high up i remember people um- we're actually just diverting here. But anyway, I remember uh, remember people telling you, oh, yeah, it's the high altitude there in uh, Colorado, Denver, and all you like, do you want to be like, training for that. I'm like, yeah, yeah. i done a bit of high altitude training. And I remember getting there, and I was like, got the track. And I was like, oh, I'm struggling to breathe a little bit. I remember turning to to Martin, and I was like, you you breed all right? And he's like, no, I'm grand. boy <laughs> And I was just like, and then I said, like, "Look, look at Gordon, I was at the garden. I was like, you struggle struggling to breathe. He's like, hi, that's a little bit. <laughs> we only had walked up the stairs straight and I was like, Jesus. But well, we, we, we were there like a good week, um, so we managed okay. to uh, uh, adjust a little bit, but it was still tough like racing. Like, I remember coming in, and just, all you wanted to do was like just push air into you, and um, it felt real humid and hot. So, uh, but the track was amazing. I, I absolutely loved riding the track.
0: Sweet, yeah. but I thought it was highly, highly entertaining that the Americans picked that track right. And when Cairoli who suffers from asthma, uh, was, was right at his prime, so mm, I the way you did that
1: <laughs> I remember I remember actually walking down the down the paddock, and uh, there was a couple of riders sitting I was actually Zach Osborne was one of them and he's sitting and he's gassed up for oxygen and I yeah. was sitting there going I was like that's not fair <laughs> I want someone I want someone else I <laughs> <laughs> because oh, all you could like the pressure in your chest and all you could feel is like it's like a taste of blood and it's weird it's it's, it's very hard to like to explain to somebody but like yeah I just remember watching every second tent I walked I, like there was riders there walks to mass so I'll just recover and I'm just like
0: this is it need to, need to break it. into a local A&E and get, the, <laughs> get yeah. cells of oxygen tanks.
1: it was tough on the bikes um, the, 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 we had to alter the bikes quite a bit um, and adjust it because like because you're going so high out you had to change the compression and, and there's lots of stuff you could change in the bike to, to get the power back on it so it was, it was definitely it was a learning curve for, for uh, us going across that's for sure
0: yeah of course because yes and there there's quite a few riders on 350s uh, at that time as well weren't there yeah. so that was an extra problem I think wasn't
1: it yeah I think some of them reverted Back to a 450 just for that, the race, right? Okay, uh, I think actually, was the Corolla? No, I could be, don't quote me on this now, that could be a complete or a lie, but yeah. could have been Corolla, but yeah, yes. I did hear like there was originally 350 riders and they diverted to 450 because of the power delivery and how it changed.
0: Wow, definitely, that's pretty mental, <laughs> mm. but um, yeah, so that's that's uh, so yeah, that was the best that uh, that Jack Jamers had done uh, in America and then um. Yeah, he'd qualified for a few. He's on that sort of borderline qualifying for the main events in Supercross, oh, uh, right. and then yeah, gets gets thirteenth at the Swiss MXGP in the in the MX2 race. Had a tough on a Trentino, sort of two accidents or mechanical. Uh, and they had a rock in the chain that's what he had in the, oh, okay. uh, in trentino you know, but um yeah so and and then eventually yeah of course ended up second in the first race and he said he was still learning the track at that point cuz he's he's used to much more than 25 minutes of practice <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. um and again only qualified he qualified sixth which was decent i think but um yeah. and enough to get a decent gate um but yeah so uh, second race he he deserved the win you know he was in front when the yeah. official went out um but initially the system kicked it yeah. back two laps uh, and it was yeah the lap in between that, that he made all the all the moves, yeah. so uh, yeah and, and he did. I mean he passed uh, he passed um, Isaac Gifting and um, Bobby Bruce who was leading actually did make a, a, a mistake as well. So he oh, okay. again, well, I Bobby's going it. well, has not he? Bobby's yeah. <laughs> to um, see Bobby
1: back up after his injury and stuff last year. Like, you got his bad luck with him last year, bless him. But uh, it's yeah.
0: good, to see him. good to see him up to the front again. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he lost out in the first race. To, um, again, he just had a little tip over, I think, because he just lost a bit of time with two laps to go. And Taylor Hamill, who's coming on nicely in MX2, he um, yeah. uh, he took third from him in the last uh, last couple of laps in the first race. But then Taylor was 12th in the second one, so he ended up sixth overall. Yeah, um, it's a
1: uh, massive change in the results, isn't it? Like, well, I suppose the second race was caught early, wasn't it?
0: Uh, yeah, well, near the second race was stopped. Um, yeah, uh, eventually it was. It was just after half distance on the on the clock. Oh, okay. Um, which means that how, how uh, many
1: how many seconds? <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, come on was it seconds or...
0: <laughs> what's going on we're doing this on purpose aren't you <laughs> no I didn't see the race because it was not live stream so over uh, half distance of 12 and a half minutes I think it was stopped before just before 13 minutes oh okay right but yeah there wasn't there wasn't much About in it
1: 12.55 I mean it was hammering down was it yeah <laughs> yeah no, look, I heard it was I heard it was red flag to but like I don't know was there a rider down or, or what was
0: happening Uh, No, there was was a fence uh, on the outside of the corner after the checkered flag. Oh, the one that fell in
1: um, in the middle of the MX1 race.
0: Yeah, um, I think it uh, it, it fell in MX1. I actually actually didn't notice it from my commentary point that it it had gone completely down.
1: Yeah, I Um, think it was was the last lap I didn't go. I noticed it had fallen, not over completely, but it was on its way down. Right but uh, the, it was definitely down when I can pass it on the checker flag. Right. Um, so it must have went down more, didn't it? Or, or or the other side of the track or something?
0: Well, what happened was, I think, with the way that the the ground was, was getting softer with the rain, um, oh, it sort of pushed through. So where it was going down, it, it pushed back through. And um, uh, you know that bit in, I don't know if you watch movies much, but you know a bit in Braveheart where they stick their sticks up at the horses that are coming on? Oh, yeah. Like that, there was like sort of um, two massive stakes. Oh, so it, it had flipped upside down, basically. Yeah, and it, and it, oh, yeah. it was like lodged in there. Um, so they, these these posts were just sticking towards where the riders were coming. Gotcha. You know? so, yeah. so if yeah. you'd have gone into that berm, you'd have hit a massive stake. Head on. Oh, okay. wait, wait. So yeah, that's why, I mean, they, they tried to sort of work on it a little bit and had a, a guy in the track with a yellow flag um, mm-hmm. trying to sort of get people to not take the outside line and, um, and yeah then uh, they decided they couldn't uh, fix it and then uh, the red flag came out so yeah okay that's pity but yeah so that, that was that was why i mean there was uh, a, a crash with carton husband as well and then he hurt himself a little bit but um it, okay. it, that wasn't why it was stopped because he was uh off the track at that point so
1: oh okay, right. yeah no i originally thought it was a red flag because it was rider down but then i wasn't sure actually why it was red flag because there was no
0: rider down Uh, yeah that was because because of the defence I mean I I was on the commentary and I I was confused as well I'd heard that Somebody had gone down, but hmm. I also um, I also saw the, uh, the the issue with the fence. So oh, okay, cool. I thought it was one of the other. <laughs> it yeah. was the fence.
1: Maybe maybe something they that, that they can look at then in the future and seeing like is there a way of slowing us down, in order to continue on the race or, or fix it or do whatever would they need to fix or If it, if it would like they should have, maybe they should have fixed it between the two races straight away rather than leaving it. That could have probably prevented the, the problem. I say, so maybe something they can look into for, for the future. Something that's like probably never never really happened actually. I don't know. I don't think it's actually been right flag like for an issue on track, other than a crash.
0: Yeah. That I know of. Well, the, the, the only one I could think of was the Foxhill GP, where the big Radson sign over a jump. Oh That's yeah, fell off. Do you remember that one? <laughs> yeah,
1: I was. I was actually only. I was only watching the YouTube of that last night. What was the last night. Of night before? <laughs> That's mad. That's mad. Yeah, dude.
0: yeah. Because it was. Was it two thousand? I think it was the very last GP, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, I was. At, just... I was at that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I was at that. Are you sure
1: I was at that? Yeah, I was at that as a kid. Got lost. Sure. My dad was going mad because uh, we let me miss the flight because he was trying to find me. Getting called all over the PA and I couldn't figure out why someone was calling my name. <laughs> but I was only young. <laughs> i loved racing i just loved watching racing <laughs> that's all it was
0: <laughs> was it because like, of you is that the real reason
1: he found me at the podium he found me at the podium goes, what's going on what are you doing
0: <laughs> yeah literally oh superb but yeah that's the only time i could think of like yeah a track yeah, yeah, issue like, like that, that stopping the race yeah. yeah pretty pretty wild so um But, yeah, that seems to be 23. It seems to be a bit like that at the moment. Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? But, yeah, I mean, one uh, guy that surprised me in fourth overall is uh, Elliot Banks-Brown. I mean... Two fifths for fourth overall. That's a that's a pretty awesome effort. I mean, yeah, he's was it similar age to you or a bit a bit older even? Isn't he's,
1: he? No, look, Elliot's a bit long, younger than me, um, but he's obviously he's not slouch, he's and he's more of an MX two rider like myself. Like i I, I much prefer riding the MX two bikes, but I'm just too yeah. I'm too big to be competitive on them. Um but yeah, like I think Elliot will probably be, if he continues on what, the way he's going and keeps keeps injury free and um keeps working, I
0: think he might surprise a few people. Yeah, I mean he's, he's, and he, it wasn't through Star Either, I mean, he, he worked his way forward in each of the races, yeah. Um, you know, so he looking through the lap charts there. He, I mean, the, the first race, I think he started down in 12th, or he was 12th at the end of the sort of the first, you know, lap after the start, yeah. So, yeah, he, he got he, he worked his way through through from there to finish fifth. So, that's that's pretty impressive, yeah, that's and cool. um, yeah, maybe the got a read really across sort of sharpness coming in a bit there,
1: yeah. That's it, like that's that's good, that's what's good about the rain across, like when when you've not really kind of you're not really doing it and um, it's good to kind of get some races in just before racing because it kind of it sharpens your backups um, straight away like I definitely have noticed like it took me kind of to get through Oak Hanger to actually get my race craft back in and, and pass and back involved um, and I'm still a bit rusty there on the weekend so like and I've only done like three races now at this stage uh, so yeah. like it, it just goes to show like the arena cross definitely kind of keeps you, keeps you on your toes and, and uh, gets your sharpness back Did you, um, uh, did you consider
0: doing that or
1: um, at the, no, so at the, I, I loved the cross. I've done it before many times, but at the point um, of me not having anything and... and I had been offered to do stuff, and I, I was I was I'm um, having issues with my back. I was, and I had to get that kind of sorted. I, I I was back and forth getting MRIs, so like I spent stupid money trying to get so sorted with my back, and um, so I didn't want to commit to anything, and then having to go to the, the arena cross, and then end up getting injured for something that not, it's not now of their control. Or it was just already an injury to mine, so it would have been a waste of money for the people that were asking me to go. So I didn't want to commit to it, um, and I wanted to basically get myself ready for this year and and to try do something to get myself racing so I just kind of took a back seat I went to watch the last race but it was great it was good to see and I was a little bit annoyed that I wasn't in there but look there's always
0: next year or this year should I say yeah, well, that'd be good to see you in there because yeah, it was it was a good show and uh, yeah, it does seem to be you know it helping some of the sharpness there from, from some of the guys. I mean, um, yeah, you talk about yeah. moving forward. Sean was moving forward just because you know Sean Simpson was moving forward, and he'd had he'd obviously done that done the Amina across as well. And then of course, had yeah, Banks Brand coming through the fourth. Um, yeah, that's that's uh, that's pretty uh, pretty exciting that you can get back up there again, isn't it? Because yeah, yeah he, he was on it for sure. Oh, yeah. I found a really nice uh, shot of him for the uh, for the website as well. Andrew Conway took a really nice shot of Elliot just properly cranking it. Ah, so I was like, that's going on the website. <laughs> Getting us styled up. Yeah, it was. It was a good one. It was a good one. And it shows the sponsors, so it was a dream shot, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfectly <laughs> clean. That's it. Yeah, it was as well, yeah. <laughs> Obviously the first race. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah so Taylor Hamill obviously yeah decent uh, first race but yeah uh, a bit of a bad one he didn't get a chance to recover and the yeah, second yeah. one he probably would have got much higher had it uh, gone the full length uh, Sam Nunn 7th uh, Jake Millwood had a, a bit of a disappointing one 8th after qualifying 2nd um, not quite sure what happened there to Jake um, and then Glenn McCormick had a nice start in the second one he was right up at the sharp end
1: oh was he yeah that's the good to see Glenn. Glenn actually he, he injured his knee a few weeks ago I think
0: um, so I think he
1: was on it he was on the recovery um, the recovery bed getting himself sorted and getting it all back strong, strong again before, for this weekend so it's good to see him back riding and uh, back fitting healthy again
0: yeah he ended up uh, pocketing 7th place and got ninth overall um, and then uh, yeah Jamie Wainwright was uh, was 10th uh, and actually like 6th in the championship as Wainwright it's that, that crazy the uh, uh, MX2 championship I mean Chambers is actually I think seventh in the championship after we just winning the
1: weekends <laughs> massive switch switch up eh but I think you know what. I think that's what's going to happen all year long like, and it, there's going to be a lot of swapping and changing there's going to be a lot of ups and downs so like I think it's going to go down to the wire with both championships at the end of the year it's going to be a lot of surprises um, there's going to be a few people that are probably not going to start coming into their their peak until mid-season or towards the end of the season so it might it might um, ruffle a few feathers <laughs>
0: yeah. well you yeah, hope so yeah that's what racing's all about isn't it, it yeah, get, get getting, and, uh, for you, say. yeah, absolutely for sure. And uh, yeah, Charlie Heyman, just to give him a mention there, no, uh, no points in the first race. He crashed and just finished outside the points. But then, yeah, took fourth in the second one. So, oh, that's cool. That's a good result. Promising kid. Yeah, yeah um, he's
1: definitely. I was watching him last year on the, on the two-stroke, and he's a great got a nice rider, nice style on him, and uh, he seems eager to do well. So it'll be interesting to see how he gets on
0: through the rest of the year. Yeah, he's got that sort of um, that sort of mentality. Of, he's sort of not happy. Yeah. Not automatically have not, not his default setting, doesn't drive a grin, you know. what I mean, it's kind yeah. of like <laughs> he's, he needs to earn that, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's it. So, uh, yeah, I think that's a, a good trait there. But, uh, gotta give a shout out as well to Ben Musto, who's another rookie there who nobody was really shouting about much. Yeah. Um, in his first year, he's on that ASA United gas gas team and first year on a 250 as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, to take tenth in the in the first race was was pretty special i mean it's a nice little yeah
1: nice little um result for him to to talk about and get himself like a goal up into moving on to top top eight top five once you kind of break the top ten mark like that's it right you're you know you're capable of getting the top ten so you will aim higher higher again so like that's uh it's always a good result for their first top ten
0: yeah nice one uh if you had any money on it who would you say is going to take the uh mx1 championship this year
1: no comment Oh okay. <laughs> I, d- I don't actually know to be quite honest, because it's like I don't know. I don't know. It's gonna be tough because you've got a few riders. So, so you've got Ivo Monticelli, He's injured. Um, then he's gonna be coming back soon. So that'll kind of mess up things. Tommy's not at his like top tip-top condition. Um, Harry's always consistent. Harry's always very very consistent. So I don't know. It'd be interesting. That's for sure. Like if I was to put money on it and I had to put money on it, I, I'd probably say Harry. Okay. i probably, at this point, I probably would say Harry. But like, Tommy's surprised people. Yeah. Like, he's, he like, you never know what Tommy's going to do. So, and it'll nice. be interesting to see what the rest of the boys are going to do. Like, you've got, uh, you've got Conrad there, you've got Josh there. Like, you never know. It might be just the two Honda boys that start breaking away from everybody else. So, mm. and happen with racing. Like, Anything can happen in racing. Like you can have a really, really good start and a terrible ending, or you can have a good, a good season all day through. So like that's the the, the joys of motocross. It's. You- you just have to be careful on what you're doing, and anyone can go down at any one time and a bike can break or it can ruffle, like a wet race can do. A simple little change up on results as well. So, yeah, it'll
0: be interesting to see, that's for sure. Nice one. And yeah, a big shout out as well yeah to to Josh Gilbert. That was his first overall win uh, in the MS1 yeah. class. So, yeah. That was killed, cool. 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 I bet he cool. was delighted with that one. Yeah, there was some fist bumping going on.
1: Was it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> had a good out party
0: that night. Yeah, down the mechanics area, just like give it all that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was spot on. Um, yeah, so we're getting close to the, uh, the the time there, Stuart. So yeah, just uh, of things out there. Just one last thing to be, tend to be asking people on this, just to end on a positive note. Um, obviously, you've done a lot of big races and a lot of bits and pieces there. I mean, what would you say was your absolute best moment in motocross? What, what, what's the moment where you sort of, you're on, driving home uh, after the race and then just going like, Wow, that was awesome!
1: Obviously, riding for your country, team Team Ireland, <laughs> riding for the nations. What one? I don't really know. Um, I've had so many amazing races, but like just yeah, just going. Maybe but let's say the first time going for a team. Um, my team Ireland race in uh, two thousand eight Donington. Yeah. Didn't qualify, but it was phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. Um, and then qualifying the first time that's probably another one. So yeah, just getting getting picked for Team Ireland that's probably one of my my highlights, of my my biggest. Uh, yeah, my biggest kind of memories. Nice one.
0: And this year you're on for a n A if uh, all goes well
1: it's anyone's game really um, I don't know if you know unfortunately I'm, I'm living in, in Southern Ireland at the minute so uh, we're a governing body uh, our governing body is Motorcycle Union of Ireland and they haven't secured uh, insurance so yeah. unfortunately they've only told us I think January not even jan- middle of January it was um, informed us that there was no insurance policy so there's been no practice tracks no racing no practicing from the 1st of January to, up until presently now and yeah. um, personally I think what has happened has been out of control. It's actually it's ridiculous like for it to get to that part and to not even tell anybody um prior to what was going on was is is ridiculous. So I think we're kinda we're stuck at the minute. I don't I don't know if there's gonna be a nation's team, if there's gonna be even an under twenty ones team or Jesus. like that sense. So I could say There could be five of us put onto the team and the team manager's going to be picking us, but I genuinely don't know because the clubs and the motocross committee and stuff like that, they can't earn or generate any money. I don't know if the sports council are giving the union money and the union are keeping it or doing it or whatever they're doing. So we genuinely haven't got a clue it's like it's kind of up in the air at the minute and um, the only place for me to go practicing or go uh, do any racing is up the north of Ireland and uh, the MRA are, are able to run, run some stuff so it's a little bit complicated for us at the minute so yeah, it'll, it'll be isn't. nice to see a team of the nations but um, I'm not going to turn around and say there's definitely going to be a team there because unfortunately there's stuff going on that, that shouldn't be going on and uh, it needs to be resolved and, and it's sort of just ASAP and there's clubs got, um, there's clubs suffering there's, there's riders suffering there's also yeah, sure. um, now shops suffering like that our motocross base shops, they're all suffering too. Um, and then there's kids suffering from not, not being able to learn. Like, I'm a coach and I haven't been able to coach kids, or uh, there's plenty of people mailing me. And um, so it's, it's just been a bit of a nightmare, really, unfortunately, over here. And um, we were actually, I was nearly not riding the first round because of the insurance issues. um, So it was a bit complicated, let's put it that way. So, yeah as yeah, for the nations yeah. I don't know what's up. there'd be definitely a few of us wanting to go but whether we're, they're going to be sending a team or not I don't know
0: well, I, I knew about the road racing having issues I didn't realise it was it was covering to the motocross as well no it's,
1: so it's basically the union is it's uh, all disciplines in one so you've got road racing trials enduro motocross all uh, combined under one um, and basically the trials uh, have completely lost their, their championship season which is over now so they've had no championships no practising uh, motocross our championships season starts in March but we've we've had no practice no motocross racing and then road racing they're able to ride roads up the north and um, I think Ulster is it the old no the northwest they've managed to get a road racing and I think there was cooks down on there the weekend yeah And um, so they're getting a little bit of racing and um, but like regards to anything else motocross off roads, it's nothing really happening for us we're kind of we're getting uh, hit with the bat and the stick unfortunately
0: crazy that's crazy yeah well, that was, but, yeah. I was hoping to turn the positive, but never mind.
1: <laughs> yeah, look that's the way it goes. But uh, yeah, look I'm, yeah. I'm hoping that we we get something cyber should look. Yeah, fingers crossed.
0: All right, Stuart, well thanks for joining us on the on the show there. Yeah, um uh, Thanks for definitely.
1: having me on um, and yeah, look, hello to everybody and uh, hopefully you uh, still have me back.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, hopefully we'll um, we'll probably do some, uh, we're working our way through the paddock so to speak. So yeah, we'll hopefully cool. do some re- repeat ones. We'll run out of people and ask again. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be cool to go from there. So I mean, uh, what, what was it uh, saying on your um, uh, on your Facebook? We've got the, uh, the the sponsors here. So yeah, thanks to your sponsors, S Briggs Commercials, uh, Electrical J, is that right? Uh, CJ Electrical, CJ Electrical. Moonies. Sorry, yeah. yeah. Mooney's Auto part.
1: Boy, Mooney's Auto Boy. They're all there, yeah.
0: Yeah, electric, uh, Auto Boy, PT Aqua, Aton Green Storage, Aton Green Storage, Ten yeah. Central Group. Yeah. Uh, Motor Click, Pooze Tyres Dunleavy Engineering and Verde. that's all the names on your, on your system DCM <laughs> Racing,
1: don't forget them boys DCM Racing can't forget them
0: oh yeah DCM Racing that's the uh, logo I couldn't read yeah cool yeah, yeah, thanks Sorry. so much
1: yeah I no, appreciate that yeah they're all the boys that helped me out and uh, yeah it's great to have the great support from people that have been uh, sponsoring me for a few years now and there's always room for more and yes. definitely I, I'm definitely open to more people helping me more so this is going to be something big this year and next year and the year
0: after so I'm yeah. going to keep this ball rolling that's for sure absolutely yeah so uh, yeah thanks to all the viewers for listening in and uh, yeah just good thanks to our sponsors there Golf Race Fuels across sports cars single seaters motorcycle racing and further afield the golf brand is associated with winning whatever the discipline AS3 Performance who stock a huge selection of aftermarket motocross parts available for the 1980s Evo two-stroke models to the current four-stroke bikes Uh, Kawasaki Motors UK for the support they give us and of course evenstrokes.com that uh, directly fund or help to fund MX Vice and uh, yeah so go to evenstrokes.com and quote Brad Wheeler 10 uh, yeah for any motocross needs you to get 10% discount from them so yeah thanks to Stuart for joining us great to have you yes. on board soon. and uh, yeah we'll uh, end the recording there and uh, say thank you for tuning in and see us next week on the Great British Motocross MX Vice podcast see you later yeah.